Welcome to Raising Parents Podcast, where you can find support for the journey of parenting. Kids don't come with manuals. Your children look to you, but who do you look to for support? Our goal at Raising Parents Podcast is to support you in the important mission of parenting. Often, we feel unequipped for the task of parenthood. Our children are constantly growing, and every day holds new challenges and opportunities. And we believe that informed and transformed parents positively impact their children's lives. Informed by social science and Christian faith, the Raising Parents podcast is a practical resource to equip and encourage parents. Parents are the most important influence in the development of their children. That's why it's critical that we keep growing in every way more and more like Christ. The Raising Parents podcast is a ministry of Highland Park Community Church in Casper, Wyoming. Well, Amy, here we are. We are here. Our first Raising Parents podcast. What do you think about that? Woohoo! Yep. We have been working on this all summer, and we are so excited to share it with you, our audience, and encourage you in this important journey of parenting. Very much so. So let's begin by introducing ourselves. So I'm Harold. I am the family ministry pastor here at Highland Park Community Church. Been doing that for several years now. And along with that, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist here in our counseling center here at Highland uh, called The Healing Place. Married to an incredible woman. Um, her name is Veronica and love her dearly. And we are grandparents to four amazing little guys ranging from ages 12 to less than a year. Wow, that sounds exciting. It's Especially at holidays. Uh, I love my grandbabies. I like my kids too, but I love my grandbabies. <laughs> Well, my name is Amy Adwell-Palker, and I am Associate Pastor of Family Ministries here with Pastor Harold. I am a mother of three children, ages 14, 11, and 7, and I have been in ministry the last 20 years with my husband, Darren, and also teaching in public schools as well. Excellent. So why are we here, Amy? We are here because parenting is important, and none of us actually know what's happening. That is so true. I I can't tell you how much I've been looking forward to this to bring opportunity and benefit from personal experience and education as to um, that might be of benefits to parents. Um, the idea that parents could get better at parenting um, just thrills me that we might be in some way be able to do that. Uh, just a personal story. I became a parent at a young age, 19 years old, um, became a dad. And um, wow. I had no clue. Okay. I had no clue um, of what I was doing. And so in that, does anyone have a clue when they become a parent? I wonder, I don't think so. I mean, I think a lot of people think they have a clue, uh, which I did. I thought I had a clue because I'm like, well, my parents were awesome and, and, uh, I can, I can just do what they did. And so I tried to do that and I got to tell you, it didn't work out so well for me because mm -hmm. what I didn't realize that while my parents taught me a lot of amazing things, some of the things they did teach me were not so amazing and they didn't work out real well. Um, and so, again, just excited to bring some of that, um, that information, uh, but not only just from my parents, uh, from my friends, right? So what does anyone do? They look at their friends and they say, well, they look like good parents. And I, I, I did what they were doing. Once again, they did some good things, but not all of it was good. And so I learned the bad along with the good. So. That's so true. You know, so often some of us had premarital counseling before we got married, but uh -huh. very few people ever had parenting training. Right. And very few people ever study child development unless they're an elementary teacher. So right. we start this journey not quite knowing what's happening and kind of by the skin of our teeth. And once we master something, it evolves and the child changes and the rules keep changing. And so 
I think it can be really challenging. I, I had such a hunger as a young person to want to do family well. From the age of 13, I started listening to Focus on the Family on the radio what? and okay. trying to figure out what would a good, healthy Christian family look like. Mm -hmm. My parents were divorcing and there was domestic violence in our home. And I just thought there has to be another way. So I was so hungry to do marriage and family well and trying to inform myself and figure it out as I went along. And I definitely, when I was about to uh, become a mom, I was 25 years old and I wasn't especially like good with children. You know, people would give me their babies and the babies would cry and I'd hand them back. And I had figured out as a young person, like there are easier ways to make money than babysitting. So <laughs> like tutoring math, you know, so I wasn't feeling like super maternal or good at this. Stepping into parenting mm. felt like stepping out of a world I understood of teaching and being a student and into a world I didn't really know much about. So that felt a little intimidating. Absolutely. It would have to be. And then here's the, here's the funny thing. Our, our kids are constantly growing. You notice that just about the time you figure, you know, how maybe best to parent, they're not the same person anymore which means that we as parents are constantly growing. Just about the time we get comfortable in our own skin about being a parent, we realize that we're not the same people we once were and we're viewing life through a different lens. And um, that brings a different dynamic to how we are going to parent. Amen. It's such a journey, you know, and they talk about birth order, the way we are with our first, we're mm -hmm. not with our last. Yep. And even watching a little child, I remember being in a mops group, a mother of preschoolers group, and just thinking, you know, just when I figured out how to help them sleep through the night, then they learned to roll over. And just when we got, you know, diaper changes down, then they have to potty train. I remember one of the moms saying, the only way out is forward. There's no going back. <laughs> There's no going back. The only way out is forward. So we can't undo the stages we're in and go to past stages. We just keep progressing and we keep moving forward with our children. Outstanding. And so... We grow and, and we learn and we become informed and, and, and transformed, we hope, by the gospel to become who God created us to be as parents, to be who, um, well, to be the best version of ourselves through the, through the Holy Spirit. Um, so informed. I love this because uh, that's what we bring to the table, not mm -hmm. just um, our own personal experiences and educations, but along with the guests that we have, the different research and resources that are available to us, we want to bring, again, all of that as a benefit to, to our audience of, of what we can bring that might be impactful. Amen. I am studying a child development and lifespan development class right now, and right. I'm just thinking, oh, that would have been good 14 years ago. I felt that same way when I had that class in, in preparing for, for therapy. That uh, it's like, this is super helpful. This yeah. is incredibly helpful. And, and that makes perfect sense. Now, hindsight, again, we're trying to not just have to learn through the lens of hindsight, but to give some foresight to parents to say, okay, um, child development is a real thing. And um, knowing how that works can be of great benefit to you. And of course, again, the gospel, uh, the gospel, the, the fact that through Christ, we are empowered, empowered to do amazing things as parents. And uh, so informed and transformed parents radically impact the lives of their children. Awesome. You know, when I became a mom, I was like all in. I thought, I'm going to be great. I'm going to be like the perfect parent because I am working so hard at this. And it took about a week to be to figure out that I would not I'm sorry, be the perfect, perfect parent. Perfect parent? That kind of makes me laugh. Well, you know, when you're 20, <laughs> everything seems attainable. You haven't been humbled yet, right? Yeah, right? So it took about a week to figure out that I was going to make significant mistakes, even though I was trying. Right. And so 
there was this idea that really helped me. And it's this idea based in research called the good enough parent. Mm. And it was just super freeing that we don't have to be a perfect parent, yeah. but we can be a good enough parent. And in the research, they call it, we're trying to create a species normal environment for our children. And I thought I could do that. That's rich. Species could, normal. Yeah. Huh. It's, a, it's a new bar. And so yeah. sometimes, you know, we try so hard to do everything so perfectly that we actually mess it up because of that. So there's a quote that's meant a lot to me. And I had it on the wall and it says this, there is no way to be a perfect mother or a perfect parent, but a million ways to be a good one. Nice. And that has been really foundational for me that I'm not trying to do this one right way, but I'm just making good choices, not perfect choices. And sometimes I'm even making bad choices, but even going to my children and asking forgiveness or repenting of the bad choice, mm. I'm modeling for them Christ-like behavior. And I think that's what's so important that we keep growing as parents because the Bible talks so much about modeling. It says in Ephesians 5.1, be imitators of God as dearly loved children and live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Excellent. So we are modeling our life after Christ. And then it says this, follow me as I follow Christ in 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. So we're walking out our faith walk and there's little ones coming after us. And then this is so amazing. In Philippians 4.9, Paul says this, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. Nice. You know, when I think about my parenting, there are some things I don't want my kids to put into practice. Yeah, we see ourselves in our kids' behavior, don't we? It's like, oh, that that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Where did that phrase come from? It uh, came yeah. from me. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in this podcast, we are saying raising parents instead of raising kids. So we want to help come alongside of you and help you keep growing as a person in your faith walk, in your understanding of children and raising children in the family so that you keep growing so that the people walking behind you can be enabled and strengthened and blessed. Amy, that is so well said. It's We know the cliches that says, well, you know, most things are, are not taught, they're caught, mm. and that uh, that we do see our children oftentimes imitating us. Um, that's where I was saying earlier, some of the things that my parents taught me that I didn't recognize as, as a young adult that they were wrong. Uh, but when you see it in your children, you go, oh, <laughs> that's not attractive at all. And yeah, maybe I need to that? keep growing. Yeah, I and, and that does foster that humility, right? That, that willingness to say, okay, I need to change as long as I'm um, wanting to help my children grow and change themselves. And that's why yeah. in every marriage, we've at least been tempted to say, you're just like your mother or you're just like your father, right? We end up walking out these yeah. generational patterns that yeah. maybe aren't good. And maybe we're doing them uh, thoughtlessly or unconsciously, but we haven't seen another model. So this podcast helps us to rethink what we're doing and why we're doing it. And even the social science is so interesting. It talks about mirror neurons that so even if our teenager is rolling their eyes at us as we model you know graciously asking forgiveness mm. their brain is actually encoding the facial expression oh, the yeah. tone of voice yeah. the action and they will repeat it 
It will show up. It's called latent learning. They'll do it. It shows up later. It latently learns. Maybe it shows up at (laughs) someone else's house with another parent, but it is going in. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. And you wonder where they got that from, reminding ourselves that we're not the only influence in the lives of our kids. This is really good. It's, you know, I believe most parents have a degree of doing well, you know, like you say, good. Um, And I believe they're motivated by love. They generally love and value their kids. Um, unfortunately, we're inspired by ignorance. We just mm. don't know. We think we do, but we don't know. A simple example of that is the difference between a controlling and an influencing parent. You learn this after a while, that um, you really can't control a child. You think mm. you can. You learn this um, the hard way. Most of us do. I certainly did. In that um, as much as I thought, if you would just do it what, the way I told you, your life would be so much better. And, and, try and that really sells a lot to a, you know, a seven-year-old. Um, but then you realize that it's, it's not a matter of trying to control them as much as I, I want to influence them in such a way that they themselves develop and grow and change into the person they want to be. And hopefully that person is, again, a person that we, we would love and respect um, and, and would want to journey life with. Amen. And, and uh, having the same room with us, you know? Yes. Um, At least after they are no longer teenagers. Yeah. You know, and I think that transition can be really challenging when we're pregnant as moms, the child interrupts the marriage and the life and creates havoc and changes all the roles and dynamics and sleep schedules and demands our attention. Yeah. And so we learn, um, I know as a young mom, you know, my sleep is going to be different. My priorities are going to be different. And this child reorients us. And in the beginning, there is a lot of control on our part. We choose everything they will wear. We choose yeah. everything that will go in their mouth. We plan their schedule. And so we start with this high level of control, but as our children age, the game changes. And we have to learn to keep changing with that game. Yeah. And now I have a teen and a tween, and I have made some phone calls to other moms that I respect, yeah. like, help, what is this new game? So yeah. we want to help you as parents adjust to the different stages, whether it is preschoolers or elementary or teens or working with adult children. Our role as parents shifts, our degree of control shifts and our degree of influence shifts and so we want to have guests and our own life experience to share about how you can parent successfully at those different stages and so that's really how we came to raising parents podcast is that we want to again bring everything that we can individually but also corporately with with guest speakers and a a great many other resources that we can bring to the table to be um, a resource to parents recognizing in our own lives that uh, we need help in learning how to be a good parent. I'll be honest right now. What I do know, having had this experience is that I don't know how to be a good grandparent. Mm. You know, I, I thought I knew how to be a good parent and see how that turned out. Well, I know enough to know now. I don't know enough to be a good grandparent. I want to learn. I want to grow. Mm. And so uh, as we go through raising parents podcast, we're raising not just parents, but grandparents, all parents who are seeking to, to be influencers and, and people who love children and want to benefit them as they journey. And it's a humbling journey being parents, but if we know that God will take our good enough and make it something beautiful for him and our families, that should give us hope to keep going and do the next day well. And that is Raising Parents Podcast. It's going to be exciting to do this, Amy. I'm so glad we're doing it. Amen. We're glad you're here and thank you for listening. Thank you.